Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's happening, everybody? Greg Ehrenberg here from Stochastic. And the afternoon show. We're going to be breaking down No House Advantage. And uh, very rarely am I doing these shows with uh, the one Mr. Eric Lindquist. We do shows together every day, but typically at nights, so we're mixing it up a little bit as you guys come in. Like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, but also if you are signing up at No House Advantage for the first time, take advantage of the link we have below because when you sign up using that link, you're going to get up to a $100 bonus on your first deposit, which is a great way to help build your bankroll. But also, uh, don't look past all of the projections we have available for free over on stochastic.com. So you head on over to our site and we have NHA projections right in here for both Verse the House and Pick'em contest. So the Pick'em, that's more the DFS style play. And then the Verse the House props, those are more just props you can play against the house and parlay them together, which, by the way, they give you better odds on the house advantage than they do on prize picks. So we're going to be focusing on the Pick'em here and some of the projections we have there. But Eric, what has happened with you this afternoon? Not much. Just, uh, you know, being super dog dad, uh, going through golf. I have PGA Live Before Lock, my first PGA Live Before Lock in a long damn time, that's for sure. So I'm excited for that with Ben Raza filling in for Jeff. Uh, and then just going through some of my golf stuff, 10-game NBA slate tomorrow. There's just three, so I'm really hunkering down. I've pretty much uh, been paying attention to NBA and golf since I woke up at like 6 a.m. listening to podcasts, getting ready to go, because today is your last major day of NBA before the All-Star break. Yeah, and then we've got a full week off where uh, I guess you know we're on live before lock later. We can talk about some of our upcoming plans, but... Yeah, people don't know that you and I were going to be going on vacation together. But, you know, it's it's just it's just between us. The audience is not. We're not, but that would be amazing. Plans. The uh, do you have anything? Actually, you know, I'll ask you later. We got, yeah. we got so I have a golf tournament on Saturday. My uh, my two man partner and I, uh, you know, we're we're pretty good at golf. Uh, so we're we're playing a tournament in Ojai, California on Saturday. I think Jordan's going to be there Friday morning. So we're going to probably get together with him there. And then I'm coming back on Sunday to go to Riviera to go watch the Genesis Hopefully Tiger Woods makes the cut so uh, I can watch him. Yeah. You're not going to be sandbagging like Aaron Rodgers, right? Well, no, no, because I, I just play actual golf. There's no, there's no handicap involvement in the stuff that I do because again, hashtag good. It wasn't the, the pro-am where Aaron Rodgers, I forget who he was playing. So full of shit, 10 handicap. And he's all he's done is play golf for the last two years and exhibition matches and whatever else. And I'm like, dude, you got done with the NFL season and all you thought about was like, I'm going to really get them there. I mean, he shot like 33 outward on the front at Pebble and they're playing like two tee boxes up. <laughs> like, come on, dude, get out of here. And, and, and as a Viking fan, it's just beautiful to be able to hate on him even more. 
yeah, he's on his darkness retreat right now, so he's not going to see this. But I also I can't remember whoever it was that came in second in the tournament said they declared themselves the winners because Aaron Rodgers was such a such a horrific sandbagger that they were impossible to uh, to beat. Stephen Leibowitz saying bobsled training for the boys be something that we have uh, in the works for the NBA All Star break. Although with that said, <laughs> in New Jersey it's like seventy degrees here in New Jersey, which is totally insane because what it was la- last weekend. No, there was a day last weekend it was four degrees, and today it's nearly seventy. I was out a little oh. bit before this afternoon. Yeah, I talked really daytime nice. this morning. He was thinking about going golfing. It's like that'd be nice. Yeah, so Pennsylvania, New Jersey, you guys are heating up out there. Yeah, I hope they don't allow Aton on the golf course. Yes, yeah. a whole disaster. They don't allow him on Twitter, so you know yeah. golf course. <laughs> yeah, well, like, if if you if you're not sophisticated enough for Twitter, you can't be sophisticated enough for a for a golf course. But anybody's sophisticated enough to go play on No House Advantage. There's the segue. Tools and projections. <laughs> yeah. Which I'm about to, because here's how easy it is. It is, it is so easy to upload lineups from our projections to NHA that even Aton could figure it out. I'm telling, it is that simple. It is as easy as it gets because we have a couple of things. I just posted into the YouTube chat. We have projections, totally free, totally free over at 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 our website, and also we have optimal lineups already built in. You guys could export and upload right into No House Advantage. And what you and I are going to do here, Eric is we're going to look through some of the projections we have at NHA, and we're going to build out a DFS card. We're probably not going to fill that out 100%. Maybe we will. Who knows? Potentially we will. But that's what we're going to do over the course of the show. We're going to pull up NHA, which, Mike, if you wouldn't mind, could you get NHA on the screen, and then we could start filling out a prop card. We'll figure out, like, which props want different confidence intervals. And unfortunately, means I'm going to have to talk about the Boston Celtics a little bit today because that was uh, didn't go well for me last night. Oh, my God. Uh, trying to figure out what the Celtics were going to do. I am totally prepared for our show tonight where I am just going to get hammered about Derek White and the Boston Celtics. And I don't know what to do about him today either. But one thing that does stand out immediately in our projections, Eric, one of our top overall projections of the entire day is Malcolm Brogdon for over .53s. Super, super low line in the NHA pick'em here. Just .53s for Malcolm Brock. Now, I understand Jason Tatum was originally not really expected to play. He's going to play. Derek White, by the way, actually was dealing with an, e- uh, an ear injury last night, and he almost wasn't able to finish the game. Unfortunately for me, he was able to. And now we've got Marcus Smart back in the mix, but Malcolm Brogdon has an over-under of .53s. We have him projected for 1.83s, the overwinning 82% of the time. The overall numbers for Derek White this year coming off the bench averages two threes per game. How confident should we be in the over? Uh, we should be pretty confident. Do you know what he shoots from three on the season? Uh, 76%. That, that You're funny. You're a funny guy. Glad to be doing this with you. 45% from three. That's it's really impressive. an option. What? So it's very impressive. Very impressive. That's that's hashtag good, but you know, you can make fun of him. Luke Kennard led the league with a number pretty similar last season. He's been shooting at an unbelievable clip. Uh 45% from three. Really, really makes sense to be taking the over. The only thing that I have questions about when it comes to Boston, uh, I, I did like Detroit plus 12 here today. And part of that is just how many minutes are you gonna get out of Derek White, Malcolm Brogdon? It does Robert Williams even play basketball today? A lot of guys who played a lot of minutes, and now Jason Tatum and Al Horford coming in fresh, or Jason Tatum had an illness, but for the most part, pretty fresh. Do they just go very, very easy on the other guys if the game gets out of hand early? Again, 12-point spread. You can think about blowout potential. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon coming off the bench, like he's not guaranteed to get, you know, beginning of the game, beginning of third quarter run, and then, you know, you could see a reduced workload for him coming off of 
a lot more minutes than him uh, normally, getting up to 39 last time out. So, uh, yeah, I, I still like the over, though, all of those things being considered. If he plays 25 minutes, you know, getting two or three shot attempts from him is more valuable than most guys getting two or three shot attempts. 45% from three, give me more. Yep. Hey, let's let's put that in a pretty high confidence interval there, Mike, when yes. you're building out the lineup. Like, I think... I think we could let's let's throw in the nine point spot. But any of those high probability, like any of those high confidence ones, I think we should feel good about with Malcolm Brogdon. Let me look at his game log. How long has it been since he hasn't hit a three in a game? Watch be like two games ago. All right, Brogdon. Yeah, Brogdon has hit a three and it listen to this, Eric. A three mm-hmm. has been made for Malcolm Brogdon in all but one game since January, uh, since uh December. So in in all of 2023, actually, he only has two games. He hasn't hit a three. It's pretty good. Nine, nine-pointer, some... ten-pointer. I think we should feel really good about that. Uh, I, yeah. I, I do like the Malcolm Brogdon prop quite a bit. Uh, we'll go back and forth here. Look at our projections. What, what catches your eye? What's another one that we should feel good about? Yeah, so the Jokic one is pretty interesting to me. Uh, is that still sitting at 12 and a half? Because, again, they don't move when you're playing uh, when you're playing the lineups, uh, when you're playing versus the versus your peers as opposed to versus the house. So I'm looking at that 12 and a half number that exists for, for Jokic. That is a gigantic number uh, in terms of rebounds. I like less than that. Now, that being said, one thing that I do really like Nikola Jokic, seven straight home games. He has triple doubled for an entire month straight. The guy has just been on an unbelievable clip. But when you start talking about 12 and a half, that's a pretty big buffer that exists on the top. end. so I like less than that number. Uh, once again, just pretty, pretty outrageous. It's now down to what? Oh, it opened at 11 and a half. That's not as uh, appealing taking the under of that, but I still kind of shade that direction. All right. So that's going to be the under, which we're winning 57.81% of the time. Lower confidence interval, higher. Yeah. Let's put that down, down to the, like the one or the two. Okay. That's I'm just trying to like fill out the card for the people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like this. Give give me the layups and you'll go with Mm -hmm. more difficult ones. Well, we gotta. We can't just take only the layups. I mean, we could because we've got so many. Because okay. here's what's here's what's useful about our projections. Mm-hmm. If you look at them, we have how many props here? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. We have fourteen props with a seventy-five percent chance or higher expected. See, win. that's absurd. That's absurd. I was looking at the versus the house one because that's now up to twelve and a half there. And hell, I'm just using no house advantage to help me transfer over from the one that it opened at. Now that it's moved to 12 and a half, that's where I'm kind of looking more at the uh, more at the under on the versus the house than I am for the lineup card. Yeah, fair enough. And by the way, first the house, it's something you and I built out a prop the other day on uh, on live before lock and you're going to get good odds there. For, for instance, if you mm-hmm. guys play on prize picks and you use the against the house the, that they have there, a four leg parlay is 10x your money on prize picks it's 11x on house advantage they do give you uh, slightly better odds there yep but talking about some of our pick'em projections here and some of the other props that i like for the dfs contest there there's a bunch of colin sexton props that look good mm-hmm. a whole bunch of them the one i like the most is under two and a half threes we have them project for 1.2 the under winning 86 percent of the time and I like Colin Sexton, right? In general, I played him a bunch in DFS as of late, especially post-trade deadline. Maybe we should be a little bit concerned that Laurie Markin is questionable, mm-hmm. Rudy Gay is questionable. But that aside, Colin Sexton is not, he's not Malcolm Brogdon from three. No, he's not. And this is where I think the under of two and a half looks good 
regardless of what happens with Laurie Markkinen, whereas his other props, even though the unders look good there, they won't be as good if Laurie Markkinen sits here. For me, it's just a, a, another thing for me. I, I cross-referenced shot attempts, and then what's their three-point percentage, and you calculate it out that way. It's a pretty foolproof way of calculating out three-point percentages and three-point props. Two and a half is a ton of damn uh, threes there. 86% on the under. Uh, that is definitely going up in that nine or eight uh, point confidence level. Just a share, uh, uh, just like a shade underneath uh, that 10 that we already put up there. But Colin Sexton, he's only attempted one, four, three, five, zero, one, four. He's only gone over this number once since the trade deadline. So letting you know, pretty good play. And so he's in expanded role right now, but he's made 14 starts this year. Of those 14 starts, He's only hit three or more threes once, and it was actually in his first start of the season. He's not done it once since then as a starter. Wild. Uh, another one to like the under. So another one, pretty high confidence interval. But back to you, Eric. What is our next one to fill out the prop card? Uh, let's go to, hmm. I mean, there's a couple of them that uh, in terms of unders, uh, the unders just look fantastic. Jimmy Butler, your boy, sitting at eight and a half rebounds here. Uh, what a gigantic number that is over on No House Advantage today. They get this Brooklyn team that I do think defensively has improved themselves drastically. Say what you want about Kevin Durant, about um, about Kyrie Irving leaving town. What they brought in is Macau Bridges, Cam, well, Cam Thomas is just neutral, whatever. Uh, but Spencer Dinwiddie, Macau Bridges, and especially Cameron Johnson, underrated defender there. Macau Bridges, everybody kind of knows, uh, very improved there. Ben Simmons playing his teen minutes now, you know, for 14, 16 minutes, they'll have a better defender on the floor there. But uh, feel pretty good about taking some unders and just slowing that game down. Look at that total. It's all the way down to like 211. I bet it yesterday at 219, uh, the under was just slammed. And now, I mean, I think books are seeing what we're seeing. Fewer possessions in a game looks pretty good for an under on eight and a half uh, for, for one Jimmy Butler. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Butler's... I, he just six out. a game. Never... It, I can never get away from this guy. Another thing too is because I have a I have a prop that I bet earlier. His over under for threes is 0.5. I like the under on that because this guy isn't a shooter. But I mean, this rebound prop at NHA looks better than any Jimmy Butler prop you're gonna get anywhere. Eight and a half. I mean, how many how many times this year could he even hit the over on that? It can't be many. I mean, he's gone over now. Uh, what two? Well, no, eight and a half. One time last game since uh, twice in the calendar year has he gone over that number of eight and a half. Yeah, I like it. I mean, we projected out really well. And that's that's also what I was saying before. We have so many projections, so many props that project so well in our data here that just go check them out when you're building your lines. This is the, and there's so many offerings on NHA as well in terms of the different props. I think it makes sense to use our tools because number one, it's free, but it's also going to help you identify which ones are actually good as opposed to looking through each one individually because you know they have hundreds and hundreds of options over at NHA. And this will help you find some of the best ones imaginable and the other thing I'm going to mention too when we're here is that if you get a player who's questionable or somebody who's ruled out, don't just go put them in and take an under. So like right now we have CJ McCollum, the under projects really well, but he's also questionable to play. If he is out, that, that's not a win. So just make sure, I, I bring that up a lot when we're talking yes. about NHI. Make sure that the players you're rostering are in because even if they're out, the under is not a win. So uh, make sure that you are doing that. Love it. Here's one that stands out to me. This is a massive number. I'm a Josh Giddy guy. Right, I, I enjoy Love Josh Giddy. Him and I had somewhat similar hair for a little bit, but that's a high rebound prop that he's got. Nine and a half for Josh Giddy. Like that's how many? How many games could he have had this year where he has ten rebounds? So Not Josh Giddy, 
has not had a game with double-digit rebounds since January 20th. And overall for the year, looks like he is about 12 games with double-digit rebounds. And it's been a month since he's last had one. That's out of 51 games. So we got a guy who's hitting the, over, uh, hitting the under on this prop about 75% of the time. With that in mind, it is no shock to me that we have Giddy projected for under 9.5 rebounds, winning 77% of the time. Also, the matchup tonight for OKC, we've got Josh Giddy going up against Houston. So it is a really good matchup. But even with that being taken into account for, we only got Giddy projected for 7.5 rebounds. So I'm like, this is another really high confidence interval prop. Like, we can put this in the 5, 6 point, somewhere around there. I like Josh Giddy and the under on his rebounds. So, Eric, back to you. Help us out. What's another one to fill out our card with? Yeah, giddy up, baby. Uh, yeah. That's for sure. That, that that one's fantastic. Another one where you have to pay attention, and I would have a swap in place to know what to do. It's going to be a big part of the DFS card that we talk about coming up later. But CJ McCollum, what are we doing here with 38 and a half points plus rebounds plus assists? That would look great if Brandon Ingram was out. Brandon Ingram is playing basketball and a lot of points plus rebounds plus assists. The 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 edge in it is being able to just calculate how many points they're going to have and knowing that you kind of have a buffer sitting with the rebounds and assists. And uh, I don't see a whole lot of points coming down the pipeline when you have a 30-plus usage guy in Brandon Ingram now uh, controlling the offense in a revenge spot against his former team, the Lakers. Tell me, tell me that CJ McCollum isn't one of the best plays on the board on the under of 30 and 38 and a half. If he plays, he could also be limited first game back in a while. Yeah. So it, it goes to what I was saying before, which is we project the under really well. Just make sure he's playing. If he Correct. is playing, I love it uh, for, for multiple reasons. Firstly, you said we've got Brandon Ingram back now. And then there's also the possibility of, all right, just because he plays. And by the way, even in full minutes, we haven't projected under this. If yep. he was to be somewhat limited, and I'm not talking crazy limited. I mean, if he's getting like five less minutes, there'd be reason like the under there. So I think CJ McCollum and the under there do make a whole lot of sense. I don't expect him to be severely limited if he plays. He only missed one game, but it's a possibility. It's more mm -hmm. likely than normal that he wouldn't get his total full allotment of minutes. So yeah, I'm with you. Take the under on CJ McCollum. But uh, once again, just to remind everybody, there's going to be a fresh NBA injury report, or the biggest in NBA injury report at 5.30 p.m. Eastern time. So looking at an hour and 45 minutes. And that's when I really get, uh, and I, that's when we really should have more of an idea on what's going to happen with CJ McCollum. So just make sure yeah. that he's in. But if we are close to lock and McCollum is still questionable, what would you do with him in that kind of scenario? Then I'm looking at LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Both of those unders are right about a 65% confidence interval. So the way that I would do this is I wouldn't put CJ McCollum at the very top, but I'd put him somewhere in the middle and kind of like guarantee myself that five or six if he plays. I mean, we're talking nearly 90% of the time he's going under a 38 and a half. We talked about all the concerns there, but Anthony Davis, I like less than three, uh, less than 0.5 three-pointers made. And LeBron James, there's a number of them that seem decent. Rebounds and three-pointers made as well. His line's at two and a half for three-pointers made. I think I really like that one too. Uh, we've got him projected just above two. In a pinch, I think that that's a pretty easy swap to make. Yeah, and with that in mind, that's actually why, as we talk about CJ McCollum, I'd rather have it a little bit lower on the confidence yep. interval just because it projects out, like we said, great projection right now on CJ McCollum. But if he doesn't end up playing, I don't want to have to swap onto something that's a lower probability at, a, at one of our higher confidence interval plays. So let's go with the CJ McCollum under, but slightly lower 
on the priority list for now, but we could bump it up. If it was to be later in the day and let's say an hour and a half from now, we find out McCollum is playing, then we can make that higher confidence interval and move it up the card. But for now, yeah, let's keep it a little bit lower. Keep it but, a little bit lower. It's like let's my standards what... for women before my wife. Exactly. Eric was, Eric was like nothing above a three, nothing. Even, even if it was offered to be like, no, thank you. Oh, you like me? Cool. Let's hang out. <laughs> oh, no, you said, I don't know you why. said, hi, I will follow you home. <laughs> Hello. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, <laughs> no house advantage. Uh, no life advantage to anything that I'm saying. That's good. Yeah, there, no, no house advantage. And it was, you know, in, in the dating world, not having a house is not an advantage. But all of the money they make on no house advantage is going to help you buy a house. And that's when you could really meet some of those uh, fours and fives. Buy a now, house uh, advantage. Some, Yes, the 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 house advantage. Donovan Mitchell. This is a really big prop for Donovan Mitchell. 42 and a half points plus rebounds plus oh assists. Oh my. They know that Darius uh, Garland's playing, right? Yeah, they do, but also, I mean, we're watching this dude. Donovan Mitchell, he is he is that guy offensively. Uh that's that's his job. Go out and chuck, but like he put up 41 points, only nine extras against San Antonio. A little different matchup going into Philadelphia. They can throw some different looks at him. Just a 216 and a half total. Darius Garland exists. Lots of reasons that we should be looking uh, under on that one. Yeah, it's just such a big number. We've got him projected for 34.2. And let's see, what are Mitchell's numbers overall for the year? Probably a difficult matchup for him, too. That's what I said. So he only averages five assists, four rebounds. So that's nine to go on top of points. That's 36 that he's averaging points plus rebounds plus assists. And you have to factor in that matchup you just talked about. And the total for this game is 216 and a half. Actually, you know, what's crazy. Miami Brooklyn game total is 211 and a half. So there's kind of, there's kind of tiers to totals. So for today, these are the three games with the lowest totals of the slate. We've got 211 and a half in Miami, Brooklyn. Just insane. More reason yep. like that under on Jimmy Butler rebounds we've talked about before. Then we've got Cleveland at Philly, 216 and a half total. Also pretty low, not as low as 211 and a half. The next lowest total is 227 in Boston, Detroit. And that is the only other game with the total below 230 at all. So, I mean, you're talking about two games on the slate, just massive, massive less uh, less possessions expected relative to other games. So, yeah, down to Mitchell. Let's take the under on that uh, PRA. And that, that's another pretty high confidence interval one for us here, Mike. Well, once again, to, uh, yeah, 34.2 is our projection. What's, uh, hit me with another one, Eric. What's, uh, what's another prop you're liking? Oh, okay, we're going back. Uh, I like Shea Gilgis Alexander as well. Talk about three-pointers made. He doesn't shoot a lot of them. What are we doing? One and a half is a pretty big number to be getting. And there's a couple of opportunities for this. This is massively, massively juiced. If you look at other places, use that to cross-reference to give you some idea of where to go for a no-house advantage. That's usually factored into our projections. So the easiest thing, check out the free projections that we put out every single day for no-house advantage and take advantage of that. But on the season, on the season, He's shooting sub 35% from three. He's only attempted 135 threes in 52 games. That's less than three per game. So he needs to make two of three in order to cash that ticket for you. As I look at his box scores too, two, one, 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 two, three, two, one. Damn near binary uh, in terms of shot attempts that we've had from him. He has not made more than one and a half threes 
Uh, he's only done it twice in the entire calendar year. So there you go. SGA, less than one and a half threes. I like it. And actually, usually, let me look at, uh, just for reference, what do you think his prop is on, like, standard sports books? 0.5, I think. And is there juice on either side of that? Uh, let me find it here again. I saw it earlier. I think I think it was plus money on the over of 0.5, but I could be wrong. Let me double check. I just know that the one and a half was like massively, massively juiced if you tried to do that. It is at, uh, it's off the board right now. So that makes, oh, nope, there it is. Uh, the under, the under of 0.5 has plus money attached to it. Yeah, so the over is being minus money. You're talking minus 140 on the over of 0.5, but we're, we're getting a whole extra three to go with it. Yeah, and SGA, as good as he's been this year, not not exactly a volume three-point shooter, as uh, as our friend Aton would like to say. Not not voluminous. Not voluminous. Oh, it's volume. Volume. Eagles are going to roll the Chiefs. Ah! Yeah, not, not voluminous three-point shooter. So we could look at the uh, <laughs> look at the under on that. That's one that I think makes a whole bunch of sense that we could build. How many... How many props oh. we've left here, Mike? Mike Lawrence is dead inside. Yeah, did he say? I, I thought he was we, frozen. No, we have he, two props he, left. Number 10 uh, and number three. It's okay, Mike. You're a fake Philly fan. Don't 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 worry about it. You're fine. Yeah, he still thinks they won the Super Bowl. He yeah. he he went in, he went into he, he blacked out after the holding penalty. My favorite, uh, my favorite Philly with Max song. Hold, hold, hold me. It's a good one. That's that's the new James Bradbury uh, anthem. It is. It really is. Uh, oh, Rip, by the way, Catherine McPhee dead. It sucks. What happened? She died. Cat McPhee. The 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 other. So there's like three main singers. You had Lindsey Buckingham. You had Stevie Nicks, and you had Cat McPhee. She died this year. Huh. Well, in 2023. 2023. Yeah, she died like last month, right? All right. Rest in peace. I didn't know who you were, except. Uh, thank you for making Eric. Actually, I don't even like people like Eric's life a little bit better. Let's go back to wow. Our, uh, just just generality. Uh, let's go back to some of the uh, to the uh, top props here and try to fill out the card. November thirtieth, twenty twenty two. She died. Uh, we're going back to uh, Luka Doncic. Hello, assists. This is this is just what is going on in Dallas right now. You have Kyrie Irving. That is a dude who, again, he's added to the injury report, but he's still probable, so he's playing basketball more than likely here for Dallas today. I'd be very, very surprised if he wasn't, but this is a ton, a ton of opportunity that's going to be going Kyrie's way. He's instantly played 40, 42, 35 minutes. He averages 27, 5, and 5.5. And I know it's a different team, but, like, no Tim Hardaway Jr. out there. It's basically all Kyrie and Luka. But Luca's the one who went from having the entire team to basically splitting a lot of these stats with Kyrie Irving. I mean, it's just another mouth to feed in a very, very prominent way. And rightfully so. They're still looking for their first W together. But these assist totals, saying five and six, his first two times playing alongside Kyrie, we need to get a larger sample size for sure. But I think you want to be early to the party on shorting Luka Doncic in just about everything. His projection last game was north of like 59 60 fantasy points that we had going at dk i could not have disagreed with that more at times and i think immediately the industry has kind of realized that these are incorrect so uh again we're playing versus other people here eight and a half assists being the line 
I love the fact that our projections have him sub seven. I think that that's pretty appropriate. And I'm going to bring us home here. One final prop left, and it's one that Go projects ahead. really well for us. Darius Garland under four and a half rebounds. We're winning 82.23% of the time. Garland has not had a game with five or more rebounds since January 18th against the <laughs> Memphis Grizzlies. And that game, January 18th, was, let's see, what was going on in that game? I think that game went to overtime. Yeah, Take and not, only, overtime, not yeah. only that, but it looks like Donovan Mitchell didn't play that day. So uh, we almost have to write that game off. Like an overtime game that Don, or just the game Donovan Mitchell didn't play. You have to find a game that was like reasonable where you had more than five rebounds. I mean, you have to go back a month and a half ago, two months ago. Darius Garland for the season averages 2.7 rebounds per game. We have him projected for three rebounds. How they arrived at an over-under four and a half rebounds. Just a crazy, crazy high line here. So I really like under four and a half rebounds for Darius Garland. That's my final prop of the day. That is what's going to close out our card. Guys, if you guys want to build out some of these cards over at the office advantage, sign up. Use the link below. It is going to get up to a $100 bonus on your first deposit. We've got free projections for it over at stochastic.com. It's the easiest way to make some money right now. These contests have also been overlaying a lot, and that is something you guys want to get in on before the overlay goes away. Right now, you want to get in early at No House Advantage, and there's still time. Sign up using our link, and once again, $100 bonus on that deposit when you do. That's going to do it for myself and Eric. We're going to be back here later on tonight for NBA Live Before Lock, so check that out. Before you leave, guys, like the video, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and good luck. Happy <laughs> Day.